Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. We want to thank everyone for tuning in to another edition of the Truth Hour here. I'm sorry, not the Truth Hour. Relationship Talk. <laughs> A relationship talk battle of the sexes, y'all, here on T-O-E-T Radio. You know, you do so many shows on the station, man. You you, just, you you forget which one you own. You do so many shows. You're like, man, which one am I on tonight? You know, but we we got a very interesting show tonight, y'all. We got a very interesting show tonight. We're going to deal with workplace relationships tonight. We're going to deal with workplace relationships tonight. So I'm interested to see what the callers have to say. I'm interested to see what you guys have to say. And, um, you know, hopefully people are not ashamed to to tell the truth. You know, I I know our sisters on the show ain't never did nothing wrong. I know they ain't never had, you know, our our sisters, you know, be something else on the show. You know what I'm saying? They they don't want to give us the dirty. Well, vision will. Vision will. But, um, I'm, I'm getting ready, y'all. We're getting ready. We get excited. Um, let's go ahead and start the Facebook Live. So if you're on Facebook Live, we will be going Facebook Live. Look on the Black Ice page, B-L-A-Q-I-C-E, Black Ice, International Spoken Word, Life Artist. We're going live on Facebook, y'all, in three, two, one. What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, everybody on Facebook Live? This is your boy, King of Poetry, Black Ice. We're live on Relationship Talk. Battle of the Sexes, and we got a very, very, very interesting show in line for you tonight. People have been chiming in all over Facebook about tonight's show, and I'm pretty sure that you will be chiming in tonight also as well. We're talking about workplace relationships. Have you ever been involved in a workplace relationship? Be honest. Be honest. Was it good? Was it good? Was it bad? Um, Some people I know on my job got married um, from dating on a job. Um, I, I, read, I ran into a couple this Saturday of former employees who retired who have been together like 30 years, although she was a side chick for a long time, but um, they're about to get married now. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I'm very, 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 very interested in what you have to say. So let's go ahead and bring uh, Big Mike off mute and find out what was his workplace relationship story. Um, Big Mike, talk to us, brother. What was your um, workplace relationship story? What's up, family? What's oh, up? Man, it, was, it was off the chain because it was nice, man. And I mean, okay, so let's, so let's go back. I don't want you to skip over nothing. I want you to tell me about how you met her, where you ran into her at, how was the process leading up to you, um, breaking that mold to even know that she was interested in you. Go ahead, tell us. Go take us back to the beginning, brother. Well, you know, foremost and all, I was a delivery man. You know what I'm saying? So this was my, you know, it was my thing to deliver and satisfy. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no. But uh, yeah, man, I worked, you know, for the system, and uh, you know, women's. There was a lot of women's in that 
facility, man. And uh, one thing, I come in, they like the way I smell, the way I dress. They always told me I didn't dress like I was a working man. And they said, you dress like you. It's out kicking it. Mm-hmm. You know, and they liked the cologne smell. And, man, I, a lot of honey was attracted to that. But at the time, I thought, I thought uh, they, uh, they found that I was divorced. It was all like popcorn, you know what I'm saying? Right. Hey, I enjoyed it. What's no? I didn't have any problems out of it. Did y'all do it at work? We want to. Did you do it? Do it at work. Do it at work. Did you go in the closet? We want to know, brother. I hit it at work. No, man, I didn't hit it at work, man. I didn't. I didn't get it at work, man. I'm the type. I like to be comfortable, man. I like my my surroundings to be comfortable. You know, I wasn't at work, but I had some episodes in the park, you know. <laughs> it was beautiful, you know. Okay, okay, all right, I hear you. That was uh, Big Mike's experience, workplace relationship, no names, no names, no names. Um, <laughs> let's go ahead and go, um, let's see if Benita also can jump in. If she can't jump in at the time, then we will go to um, Vision. Let's give Benita Allset a moment to come off mute. If she can jump in, if she can't jump in, then we will go to. Uh, I'm here, my brother. I'll yes. jump in right quick. I'm cracking up off a of big mic. <laughs> I think he's doggone hilarious. You got him sounding like a nasty ass. Are you serious? <laughs> yes. You, but I, I like the fact that you like to get comfortable, though, bro. So you ain't going to be doing all that freaky stuff at work. Hallelujah. <laughs> right. <laughs> you, need, you, you need that space because you are big, Mike. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what you mean by that, Benita? No. Well, see, I, I got to throw all the attention off. I got to throw. I got to throw all the attention off of me. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm, um, cause, cause I ain't got no juicy stuff. <laughs> I ain't never did nothing at work. Okay. Goody two shoes. I'm Adam Ant up in this mug. You know what I'm saying? So, did your girlfriends ever tell you about anything that they did? Did your girlfriend? Because you ain't doing hmm. nothing. One of my girlfriends is on the line right now. That's a Tennessee caller. Why don't you ask her and see? Okay. All right. All right. I got you. All right. I'm going to yield my time to her since I'm at the nail shop, Tanya's Nail Shop. Y'all got to check her out. I'll put her info in the comments. All right. Cool. Let's go ahead and go to Vision. Visionary. What's up? Hey. How y'all doing? All right. What about you? What's up, family? Doing all right. I got a I got a story to tell. I got a story to tell. Okay. All right. So, so here it goes. I'm at I'm at work. His brother kept trying to talk to me. I mean, I'm throwing his brother elbows, elbows <laughs> all over. I'm not dating. I say I do not sleep where I lay. I can't I can't sleep where I eat. Right. I get, you know, your mama always told you, do not go where you eat. And you, you know what I'm saying? You just can't do it. So I go and I'm throwing them elbows for at least about two or three months. And he finally got me. I and mean, he came in with this, with this black turtleneck and these, you know what I'm saying, these jeans. And he was like, hey. And then he, you know, he had said some things to me because he, you know, I ain't going to let too much out. But he was like a little wordsmith or whatever. He was like, Said some little corny line to me, but the corniness just just had me milk like butter. I'm like, what? See, if I told you the line he said, then everybody gonna know who he is. So can't can't be letting you out. He uh, you know, he married now. So, but uh, so he had um, he went out and uh, we had dated for a while, and 
it was just beautiful. Up until we broke up. And he broke up with me. I'm like, I never had no man break up with me before. And then we in meetings. It was so uncomfortable. He walked past me like we never said I love you. Like we never said we were together. Like nothing ever happened. Like it just was forever. And that was just so disappointing. And I was so uncomfortable at work. It, it just wasn't good for me. I'm like, and, and I remembered, do not sleep where you have to eat. Because it just messed up my whole experience at work ever since then. I said I should have just continued to give him elbows, but maybe he was just trying to conquer all the women at the job. Uh, uh, uh. And he was just trying to, you know what I'm saying, trying to conquer the women and then move on. So I don't you know. You have all that junk in the trunk. What you talking about? That's your fault. Dude, man, I should have been I should have been hitting him with elbows. Like, don't be trying to put me a notch on your belt. Don't be trying to notch me down because I'll be thinking, like, black, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, when some guy hears you as a job, you don't know how many other women he got there as a job. And you just sitting up there thinking you're the only one. That shouldn't be your concern. Your concern <laughs> should be the time that you spend with him. Don't worry about what else he's doing. See, that's, See, that's, that's what all men do. Trouble. You stop worrying about, well, who else is he said? Don't worry. Right. No, 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 no. See, that's what men don't worry about. See, men don't worry about that because they got the woman. But women be worried about how many other uh, for JJs he didn't he didn't he sniffed up on. I got to know if I'm talking about the brother is a woman at the water cooler like, mm-hmm, that was me last week or whatever. Because women get petty. You sleep with a man they slept with, baby. They you <laughs> it's on and popping. Right, right, okay. <laughs> Okay, all right. Well, uh, let me go ahead and tell my story. Then we're going to go to the line, um, Analog Soul. We see you. Time Lord, I see Ola. We see you. I think that's Joy from North, uh, from Indiana. We see you. And we see Chicago. We, see we got you. Bub on the line. Bub, Bub's in the house. That's okay. all. <laughs> okay. we, we, we see you. Um, check this out. So here's my story. Um, I dated a sister. Um, you know me. I'm always naming somebody. I nicknamed her Sunshine. Um she was a she was a beautiful sister. She was in a relationship um, with her with her um, children's father, and he was uh, physically abusive to her. So uh, once we got to know each other, once we started going out to lunch and everything, and I started hearing her story about how abusive he was to her, um, I started the process of. And she was a little bit younger, you know. She was like in her um, mid twenties. And I was think I was like in my um, early 30s at the time. Um, so I said, you know what? I'm going to help you get your own place. I'm going to help you get your own apartment. So I went over there right off of Vincennes, right off 119th. Um, I talked to the lady. They said that they were renting. Um, I shared with um, the lady that this was a cook um, that this was a Cook County employee, and um, you know that she had a job and that she needed a place to stay. And so I brought her over there for the interview. That she had the interview. She got the place. I put the deposit down for um, the place, and um, we would go shopping. I helped her furnish her place. I helped her um, get a couch. I helped her get you know um, a bed of her own. So again, she's moving out. But you know, women, you guys have to plan and do things and move without us knowing. So he didn't know that she was moving out. You know, this was her plan. She had to do this plan. She had two children. And so eventually 
she moved out. She's in her new place and everything, and, you know, um, we're kicking it. I'm making sure she's straight. I'm making sure she don't need anything. To, um, she's not hungry or anything. Cool. We dated, became real close, and I would even venture to say that I loved her. You know, as far as being in love with her, I don't know if I experienced that, but I loved her, and I cared about her. And, um, I, you know, she she needed me, and, you know, uh, she played a very important role in my life. Um, her children's father kind of got wind that we were dating one another. So he came up to the job. There was some altercations at the job. There was one physical altercation. Police had to be called and everything. So um, it was some, you know, police involved, some police reports involved, some restraining orders involved. And um, I was breaking that mental hold that he had on her. He was losing that power that he had on her. And everything was pretty cool. Now, of course, I had my own woman. You know, this was somebody I was seeing on the side. And so um, eventually she got to the point where she wanted me for herself, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So one day we had came back from lunch, and I noticed that my phone was missing. I'm like, where's my phone? I'm looking all over for my phone. She goes into my phone and calls my woman. And she tells the woman that I was dating at the time that I had, I was taking her to the mall and I was buying her things and I was buying her jewelry and, and we had been together for um, so many months, you know, and she was just telling her everything. Next thing I know, my sister comes up to me at the job and say, hey, I'm just letting you know, you know, your girl on her way up here. So I said, you know what, I'm going to go ahead, punch out, I'm going to let them two talk. I left work early. My girl did come up there. They had a conversation. They talked to one another or whatever. When it got back to me, only thing that I can do at this point was tell the truth. So she approached me. She was like, so what's up with old girl? You seeing old girl? I said, yeah, I've been seeing her for a little while. You know, I developed some strong feelings for her. She was in this condition. I helped her. And, um, you know, we, we kind of got close. We developed feelings for one another. You know, I apologize. It wasn't right. You know, but, yeah, I'm seeing her. She was like, so what you going to do? Are you going to stop seeing her? I said, no, I'm not going to stop seeing her. I'm going to tell you the truth. You know, I said, um, I'm not I'm not going to stop seeing her. So, mm. um, Wow, yeah, hi, boy, you have some big balls. Well, you know, I mean, again, you know, um, at this point, you know, you just had to tell the truth. I mean, lying is out the door once all this had been exposed. So I, I gave her a choice. You know, we could still be together, and this could be my side chick. Or you can move on, and I'm still going to be with her, you know. So everything was cool. Everything kind of worked out, worked itself out, you know. We had an agreement. Everything kind of worked itself out. Until something happened, and I decided that I didn't want to see her anymore, the one I was dealing with at work. So oh. she was like, what do you mean you don't want to see me anymore? I'm like, look, I'm tired of all this arguing. I'm arguing with two women now. You know, I'm fussing with two women now. This had got to be too overwhelming for me. It got to be too much for me to be arguing back and forth with two different women. I had to let one of them go. So she was the one that I chose to let go. So I remember the day. It was August 2005. And I stopped accepting her phone calls. And she sent me a text message. She said, you know what? If you want to play this game, 
I got you. Wait till we get to work tomorrow. Oh, shit. I got to work. And the boss came up to me, and he said, you know, we have an investigation going on. You know, somebody's accusing you of sexual harassment at the job. So she had got with some other young ladies that didn't like me, and because she was emotional, the other ladies that didn't like me kind of, like, coerced her to bring sexual harassment charges up against me. And I wrote about this. This is on one of my albums. I wrote about this. So uh, my father had taken ill. Um, I had been stripped of my union steward title as chief union steward. There's this investigation going on. I lost my dad. My father ends up dying that same week that all this stuff was going on. And she tried to back out of a story because she knew that it wasn't true, but the process had already um, expediated. And we had a hearing. Well, I had a cell phone with those text messages in my cell phone that she sent me saying that, hey, I love you. Why are you leaving me? Um, Okay, since you want to play this game, wait till I get to work tomorrow. So that was my ace in a hole. So we had this hearing. Um, Eventually, when it got to me, I asked everybody to leave the room with the exception of me and the hearing officer. When the hearing officer was in the room and her and I was there, I said, look, I'm I'm in fault. I've been seeing her. This was the situation. She was in an abusive relationship. I helped her move out. Um, I knew that, you know, I know that I shouldn't have been seeing anybody on the job. I take full responsibility for that. But let me share these text messages with you. When I shared those text messages with management, they wanted to bring her up on charges hey. of, of falsifying um, you know, that I was sexually harassing her and that really we had been in a relationship and I was trying to leave. Now, to make a long story short, I ended up representing her and asked management to kind of like forgive the situation because I felt like I had caused it. And 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 in in return, I actually turned around and I was the one who saved her job. Damn, that's some real shit, G. You know what I'm saying? You know, Aww. and so and, and to this day we still work together. You know what I'm saying? And um, I see her every day, and um, you know we cool. We got a decent relationship, a nice working relationship, and um, you know we just you know we keep in contact with each other as far as at the job, ask, asking each other about each other's children. But uh, other than that, we are just coworkers uh, now. So that's my. Yeah, I guess so, Nick. <laughs> I gotta say that is honesty. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I just I just came off yeah, just to let you know that that's a testament <laughs> to your honesty. Had you not right, been honest, that, that situation could have gone played out a whole different way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it would have. And you more honest than me. I'm going to have to get some more courage on this show because I don't <laughs> want to say any other stuff that I would have ruled with man. Go ahead. Let's go ahead and bring Analog Soul off of mute. I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to you, Vision to welcome her and to find out what her story is. Go ahead, Vision. Absolutely. Um, I, actually, I um, I never had an office romance because uh, for the the bulk of my uh, adult working life, I worked for the state of Illinois. And so um, I don't know if you guys have ever been to one of those offices, but they are probably 90, 95% women. 
So I kind of got, uh, uh, it, it was easy, you know, not to. However, there were the, the few men that were there, all of those women were fighting over them. Oh. And I didn't be no part of it. <laughs> no hey. part of it whatsoever. Hey, and they and lost you, Mama. Hey, and law so I didn't get to greet you good, girl. You got right up on here. You got right up on here, girl. Yes, this, is, yes. uh, this is Poet Radio, girl. Oh, really? Poet Radio. Now listen. Let me let me let me let me set, let me set you up. Let me set you up because I gotta I gotta get you right now. I gotta get you right. Then let me set this up. Mm-hmm. So so when you think about office relationship. You said you didn't have one before, but I want you to think about, did you see any uh, office relationships and how they work out and how it made you feel when you knew it was an office romance going on in there? Absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, there were, there were several, um, you know, like I said, with a few gentlemen that were there, and those women were always on guard, they were always very overprotective, whether it was um, a coworker speaking to their significant other or even if it was a client that had been hanging around too long. So they were, like, literally embarrassing themselves and being unprofessional in the office. And for me, like I said, I didn't want any parts of it, so I stayed away from everybody. I went out for lunch and every break. I never stayed in my desk. <laughs> and what was because in addition, the most of these women had a good twenty years or so on me, you know, and so I was one of the youngest in the office. So I really did not want any any parts of it. Then no. no, no, you didn't find nobody attractive. You didn't. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. We're gonna no. we're gonna go back to analog soul. Let's table analog soul for a minute. I got Sister Divinity here with me live. Divinity, what's up, sis? Hey, Divinity. Live, live in studio, and she's gonna go ahead and share us her story real quick of her workplace relationship. Then how did it turn out? Was it good? Did it turn out good? Bad? How did it happen? Come on over a little bit. You can <laughs> Uh, that. Give it to us, Divinity. Give Stand it up, to us, baby. <laughs> Go ahead, tell us. I've tried it twice, mm-hmm. and they both end up bad. Like, so the first time was um, supervisor. Okay, that, okay. That, you could have got that. some money out of that supervisor. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. That, that was bad because when the breakup happened, she was still, you know, like really liking me. And then um, the next one was. Did you get your raise, though, girl? That's no, what I want to know. Did you get your raise? And and it was my boss's nephew. Okay. Which okay. was the supervisor. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was all bad. You got the bonus. <laughs> all bad. Wow. Okay. They sound like he got the bonus. <laughs> right. Uh, and then the yes. second one. Yes, vision. Is, Who's first voice you heard? Oh, hi, Vision. Uh, hey, the baby. <laughs> Second one, uh, the youngest girl, and the new girl, and the old man, 42-something. I know he love that. <laughs> yeah, that was bad because all the rest of the girls I didn't really know was really feeling him. Oh, he caught you new coming into the, uh, into the job. You you was fresh meat. I called me a sugar daddy. Oh, you called you a sugar daddy? Okay. Yeah, give me whatever I want. Oh, 
Lord. Well, how, much, well, how much sugar did he give you, <laughs> Mama? A lot, a lot, a lot. <laughs> he, she says she got whatever she wants. A lot of sugar. Every day I have it. <laughs> well, I need I need to borrow about twenty dollars then, cause I need. <laughs> I got lunch. I got my hair done. I got my nails done. I got wine. I got whatever I want. That's what I'm talking about. So yeah, make sure you get something out of it. But too. but wait a minute though, you said it didn't turn out good. It ended. It didn't end to it. Because I ended up getting a man. Oh. You ended up getting what? He she ended up getting a boyfriend, and then she had to let him go, which he wasn't the side piece at the time, but he became the side piece. But, you know, she had somebody else in her life, and she don't do the two at the same time, so she had to let him go. No, because, you know, the little 40... But she's a lady. 40-somethings are scarred, and they don't want no real girlfriends. So, I had to go back <laughs> to what I already knew was right. Yeah. I <laughs> daddy, but he didn't want to be the real thing, so I had to cut him off. Okay. That's what it was. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, look, y'all heard the story. Oh, that is divinity. I have to get my ticket. Right. <laughs> and tell them about invite them to the show this Saturday and to the 30th. Go ahead. Okay. This Saturday, I will be performing at um, Black Ice's birthday slash uh, album release. And then on the 30th, he saw the best of me uh, stage, stage play. play. Yes. And I will be in that as well. So uh, if you need tickets, hit me up, inbox. All that. Tell them your name on Facebook. Divinity, Dominique Divinity Wiley. And I will see you guys in my inbox. I guess hit slide in my DM for some tickets. Only for tickets. Not for nothing. <laughs> I don't want that. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, so that was uh, Divinity here live in studio. Divinity. And uh, we, we're going to go ahead and uh, finish back up um, Analog Soul. Um, sister, sorry for uh, cutting you. Okay. Sorry for cutting you off. Go ahead and just finish up with Analog Soul, then we'll go back to the calls. Go ahead, Analog Soul. Were you finished? Um, yeah. Like like I said, um, they you know they were in relationships where they kind of lost themselves, and it was um a little embarrassing. It was embarrassing as um you know a a, a woman watching another woman come outside of herself for uh, a workplace relationship. Um, and then it was embarrassing as a, a, a professional businesswoman to see them, you know, lose their composure like that. So, uh, like I said, it was they they weren't um, they weren't the greatest relationships from what I saw. They was, you know, maybe a couple of them, but I don't I don't even know why they even took the chance because it didn't look like. So it what was you, so you didn't never like nobody, never seen somebody on the side eye and say, well, you know what, if I could, I would, but I'm not, so I ain't. No. And then I, I had, no, not, absolutely not. And, and one of the guys walked through the office and called me Sunshine that had never seen Harlem Nights. <laughs> I had to stop him in his place and correct him in public. <laughs> Where after, That's because so, you the yeah, lady. <laughs> wow, she's like no compliments, no. Yeah, not even a compliment. I'm shutting I'm it down. Don't ask me to lunch. Don't give me an apple on my desk. Don't do nothing <laughs> but any business. She said an apple on her desk. Get out of here. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you're tuned in to the three-time National Poetry Award-winning P.O.E.T. Radio. We're going to go ahead to our next call of you on with Relationship Talk Battle of the Sexes, our Thursday night show. We're live every Thursday night at 7.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. Tonight's topic is 
Were you ever involved in a workplace relationship? If so, talk to us. Tell us about it. Was it good? Was it bad? Was it ugly? How did it work out? I know personally some of my coworkers who met somebody at the job, they're married to them now, and they have a whole family, so all of it don't end out in tragedy. Let's go ahead and go to the next caller. Caller, state your name, and tell us about Andre. face relationship. Hey, Andre. What's up, Dre? Hey. Dre, that was good. I'm going to tell you what. You guys are hilarious. I love (laughs) your show. It's so funny to me because I'm listening, and I get more enriched when I hear from other people. And I love everybody's comments. But I got to get one comment. I got to get one comment out there because she's a friend of mine. And... uh, we try to be on the same cultural level in everything, but the thing to me, honestly, come on, get it out, Andre. Foremost, first and foremost, the thing to me, first and foremost, I'm in a relationship at work. I'm a person of stature. She's a person of stature. No one knows at work because it's how you relate to each other outside of work. Okay. I saw her as a person at work, as a flirter. I saw her as a person to get the job done. Okay. And that's what attracted me to her. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now we're a couple. She still do the same thing. It's about no. bringing money to the business. I no. know who she come home to. This is my confession. This is God. Right? No, it's this just is... the truth. I don't give names or anything like that. It's just that. It's just that you know, people got to realize some things. You don't find your soulmate just walking down the street. You can find your soulmate just right under your ear, where you live and where you stand, where you're working. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait. Let me back soulmate. up. Yeah, I was going to ask you that question, Andre. I was about to hit it now. That's your soulmate. No, I don't consider now, her look. my soulmate. Hey, don't mix your words in that, brother. I, I thought a proposal was going to happen. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't consider her my soulmate because I got three criteria. Uh-oh. Look out now. My three uh, criteria are respect, stability, and common interest. I have common interests and respect with her. I do not have, I do not have at this point the stability with her. What's the stability? Because we both thought, excuse me? So, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm interrupting you. Go ahead. No, my my stability is we both are workaholics, okay? And she have a family away from me like I have a family away from her. I have my son. I'm a divorced parent. She's a divorced parent, and we took our job seriously. So we do what we do to make ends meet. But the stability part is she's not looking for me to take care of her. 
I'm not looking for her to take care of me. We just can't come to that meeting and that, damn, can we take care of each other? Well, uh, black eyes always say to me that a man must lead the family. So if you wanted to be a family, then I think you need to step up and lead, my brother. <laughs> and I disagree with that. I disagree Uh-oh. with that. And I will Uh-oh. continue to disagree with that. You know why I disagree with that? Because she put her pants on just like I put my pants on. Uh-oh. We can Uh-oh. lead each other. We can Uh-oh. lead each other. I'm now you sorry, fighting words but I'm now. a man. I'm a man that believe that basically she can make just as much as I make every day. She's not uh, hampered by any way, shape, or form in her lifestyle. If you're a lawyer, make a lawyer black man, white man pay. Don't make a lawyer woman pay. Make a lawyer (laughs) man pay. That's me. That's me. Okay. All right, then. We got you down. We got a lot of callers on the line. We're going to go to Time Lord Osceola. Let's get another male's perspective on the line. Time. Same this, everyone. Same this. Same on the line, Thank my brother. Um, talk to us, my brother. How you feeling? What's up, bro? Oh, hey, man. what's going on? I, I, had, I had one of the best re- work relationships ever. They went up for almost 10 years. Wow. And it was just cool just the kind of ways we was able to set things up because, like, I used to do security, and she was an underwriter. And so hmm. when she worked, you know, she did her own thing, and I just did security in the building. That's kind of how we talked. And then we met after work one day, and it was just, like, hot just from, from day one in the car. Bam. And so Bam. The, the, the cool thing that we was able to, to achieve was, she got her hair done like every Saturday, and she, some other reason she had to come downtown, but every Saturday she got her hair done, and every Saturday I worked. <laughs> and so she would come in the building, and we would go into, we had a dorm, and then we had a uh, penthouse, so we would go into one of those, and then we had four other buildings, and so we would just kind of rotate in the buildings. Wow. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that went on hold for hold about. Hold on, you said you were rotating the building. Ten years. Yeah, I would go to I would go to different buildings. Like you know, we had four, like three of the buildings nobody would ever go in, and it was like beds in all the buildings. And so we had one big high rise, like twenty, thirty story building, and then we had like three or four other buildings, like three other buildings. And mm. so I did security on all the buildings, and so you know we would meet at the different buildings. So you would you would rotate the buildings while you was rotating in the building. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and uh, and security you know, I, I couldn't was, catch you because you were type flight. Right. Mm-hmm. Security. Yeah, I, yeah. I was the only one that could catch myself. So we we did this for a long time. I mean, it was just like every weekend, you know. I mean, for a long time. And uh, mm. why did it end, my brother? You know, it got a little more complex because I was married and my wife got pregnant. And then she she got pregnant seven, eight months later. And uh, we didn't stop messing around until she, like, right before she had her daughter. And, you know, to say if the daughter is mine or not, maybe. It could be. And we still we still saw each other as the kids got older. And then I finally, I moved out the area. And that's what really more than any, it was never any hard feelings. We, we're still friends. There's never any hard feelings. It was just, I kind of moved out of the area. Mm-hmm. And, 
Damn. But that, yeah, but it was fun. I mean, it was fun. It was, <laughs> was, really it, fun. was, was it good, brother? Was it good? That's what I need to know. Oh, oh my goodness. This this was like almost a drug. She was almost like a drug to me. I mean, I just had Woo! to be with her, you know. I, I, I have to say enough, that. If we would be in the park, you know, we would go to the Dang. park where there's nobody in the park and, you know, find a spot if that now, was all now, we could now, find. I hope that you women who are listening to this show can understand <laughs> What we mm-hmm. are saying, what we're saying on the show, it's the excitement. Mm-hmm. Being in the park, being in a abandoned factory building. Um, uh, would, would, you, <laughs> would, would you do that with your man that you're in a relationship with? Uh, uh, we want you to understand what we're saying. This is what we need to feed that hunger inside of us. I mean, we can have all the good stuff, dude, that we normally have, but can you be that side chick and the main chick at the same time? In other words, you my wife, but can you play the role as the side chick? <laughs> That's what we want to know. Indeed. It sounds like y'all were looking for bust downs. But women, women, y'all want me in too many roles now. Y'all want me to... Cook the food, bring it on, have your babies, take care of the house, bust down. All y'all do is show up with your dick in your hand. I'm mean, I just can't see taking it with y'all. I just can't take it. I can't take it with y'all. Y'all want too many things from a woman. I'm funny. Well, thank you, thank you so much for your comment, my brother. We are live. Oh, yeah. Let's get a hot woman on the, on the call, cuz. Oh, what yeah, we're going bring about. on Joy next. You know it's <laughs> about to go down. We're going to bring on Joy next. It's, it's about to go down. Let's see. Hold on. Come on, Joy. Chicago, then Indiana. Chicago, who's this? Chicago, who's this? If you're just listening, just say, hey, Black Ice, I'm just listening to the show. Hey. How are you? Hey. hey. I'm good. Yeah. Hey. How you doing? You got your sexy on for the men tonight, huh? Yeah, don't be, yeah bring it on, boo. Bring it on. <laughs> Tell us your story, babe. You want to tell us your name? Ah, uh, yeah, this Lady Rose. How are you tonight? How's everyone? Hey, Lady Rose. <laughs> good. All good. Hi, Lady Rose. Lady Rose will be coming out tonight, y'all. To I mean, on Saturday, to the uh, to, to the festivity party of the year. I'll be celebrating my 45th and my 20th album release. <laughs> this, this is the Big Mike and Black Ice album, y'all. Um, um, Legends and Kings and um Big Mike, Big Mike had a chance to meet our sister Lady Rowe last year when I did her birthday party down there on twenty second street in Sir Mac and she had a painting party. She had a painting, uh it was beautiful. Yeah, it was it was beautiful. It was, beautiful. It was really nice. Uh, a lot of a lot of beautiful people. Um so, oh. <laughs> go ahead, sis. Uh go ahead, sis. Uh, I'm gonna turn it over. Yeah, so I actually Never really had a, a workplace relationship. It was kind of like I was, I would, I want to say I wasn't really working there anymore. And I started dating this security guy. What's up with all these security guys dipping down on women, right? Baby, what did that think? And you know what? It was actually pretty good. We we still friends as well to this day. But you know, it was just. He was a little kind of clingy because he was trying to impregnate me, and I really wouldn't know about you know. So I kind of had to drop him because I wasn't ready for no more kids. So. Lady Rose, Lady Rose, you got that package, baby. You all good. <laughs> 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 
Minus the fact he was trying to impregnate me, but besides that, it was it was it was nice. So yeah, I had to let him go. But hey, know. Lady Rowe, you know what you should have told him? What? Tell him, Big Mike. Sit your ass down. Okay, <laughs> 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 Now see, Rowe, if it was me, if it was me, you know what I would have told you? What? You've been praying for a good man. God sent me, and I showed up. <laughs> there it is. Okay, so, well, guys, listen. Well, and the young ladies, sorry. Y'all are doing a wonderful job, and I love listening to y'all, okay? Appreciate you, sister. Appreciate I wanna, you. I want to hear Mama's story about her workplace relationship. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's all. Uh, I want to hear Mama's story about her workplace relationship, how she messed around with somebody on the job back in the day. <laughs> Wait a minute now. Wait a minute. Come on, Mama. Come on. Come on. I used to work at Abbott Laboratory, and they had a guy named James. James would try to get to you quick as lightning. <laughs> Time I would come there, he was in my face. Look out now. He said, it didn't matter. <laughs> I can't take it. I'm not my mama going to You <laughs> <laughs> stuff about your mama that you didn't even know on the show. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Lord. <laughs> we we want to thank you for calling in. Let's go ahead and get Joy. Let's go ahead and get Joy on the line, man. I think have a good you, you too, love. You have a good day, too. Hey, Ma, I'll see you soon. Um, Indiana is in the building. Indiana, who's this? Indiana. Hey. Good evening. It's Jared. How's it going? Hey, Joe. Oh, Joe. I got one word for all y'all tonight. Yeah. What's up, Terrible. Terrible. Cheating at the job and your wives and your girlfriends. What's wrong with that? Hey, Joe. Hey, Joe. We need to have a show. Hey, Joe. Move your mouth away from the phone a little bit, Joe. Move your mouth away from the phone a little bit. Just a little bit. Can you hear me? I can hear you better now. Yeah, just move your, move your mouth. About that. I had you on speakerphone. I'll take it off. So did you hear me say that I think all y'all are scandalous? <laughs> Cheating on the job with your wives, on, on your wives, on your girlfriends. Mm. Shame on you. Mm-mm-mm. I think we need to have a show about how to be faithful. That is true. Mm. We have to have one of those. Yeah, they some bad people. Yeah, they are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like it bad, Joy. I like it bad. Joy, okay. talk about the worst <laughs> Y'all are bad. Anyway, um, Joy, no, you don't call I'm, in for no good show, Joy. You call in because we're bad. <laughs> you call in because you're bad. You could be, you call in to be bad, Joy. Ain't nothing wrong with getting paid while you uh having fun, Joy. What's going on, boo? <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with what did you say? Nothing wrong with a little pain while you're having fun. <laughs> you get paid while you're having fun. He said, Ain't nothing wrong with getting paid while you're getting paid. Go ahead. Oh. <laughs> it sounds like someone did get caught. I just think you're not supposed to shit where you eat, so I would never do that. <laughs> I'm telling you, I to said, shit where you eat. I, I, so I, I do not date people at work. You, 
Just like your booty, you that's eat, all. But, mm. <laughs> You know, I don't, I don't like the first caller that I was listening to where it was really, really nice after a while, and then all of a sudden, once they broke up, they couldn't even have an amenable relationship. So yeah, I guess that would always, you know, that would always kind of be my concern that, you know, how do you, how do you get along if it doesn't work out? So I just have always tried to so avoid that situation. Me, so you mean tell me no one has ever tried to talk to you on the job? No. Mm-mm. Okay. Wow. I don't think so. No. Mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. No. And and I. You know. Maybe I wonder about it. You know. Because I. I worked in television news, and that were always really small places. So most of them, everybody was kind of like family, and most of the people in the newsroom, I guess, kind of like the other lady. Most of them were women, and the couple people who were, the couple guys that were there, I think they kind of already were involved. You know, so that never really was an option. And there was sometimes maybe a crossover interest from someone in a different department. Like I might see someone in the sales department, and I'm like, oh, you know, he's a nice guy. But never, nothing ever really played out. Um, and then I think about, you know, working for like like a, you know, a school district. There's, there's a lot of buildings and a lot of different people. I would, you know, at least try and be in a different building if I was going to try and date somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, we did have a situation, though, in one of the buildings that I worked where the principal started dating a teacher, um, and they actually winded up getting married. But the, the one of the teachers, when she was dating the principal, when they were trying to, you know, bring it to light, she was reassigned to a different building. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, kind of all that, that favoritism that kind of comes into play, but... I don't, I don't know. There's some people that don't even want to date in the same church. Like, they don't want to go to Sunday morning service if they're dating. They don't want to be in the same church congregation. They want to be in different places. Wow. So, ooh, that just dampened the mood. Joy got on the phone and got all serious. All the laughs went away. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right, y'all. Okay. I'm getting off so you can, like, increase the laughter. <laughs> no, no, it's good, Joy. It's all good, baby. That's that's what the show is about. The good, bad, and ugly, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that was Joy calling in from Indiana. Um, I didn't tell y'all about my other three stories, um, but um, that was uh, that was the first story right there um, about the on-the-job dating. But um, we're going to go ahead and take final comments from Big Mike, Benita Offset. Um, Queen B and Vision on tonight's show. Um, and if you're out there, you want to call in, call in to the show. The number's right up top. We're live every Thursday at 7.30 p.m. If you want to be added to our text invite list, then text your name and the keyword relationship talk to 724, I'm sorry, 312-719-7310. 312-719-7310. If you want to be added to our reminder text invite list, which means that right before we go on air, you'll get a text message telling you what the topic of the night is and the call-in number and ID number to call into the show. So text your name and the keyword truth hour to 312-719-7310. Uh, I want to make sure that we got everybody on the line that wanted to say something, to say something before we go back to our host. So if you have not said anything and would like to, please press star 8 on your phone now. If you haven't said anything but would like to say something, 
please press star 8 on your phone right now. All right, let's go ahead and go to Chicago. Chicago, you're out there. State your name, Chicago. Who's this? This is Vicky. I just wanted to say, hey, y'all, I'm, I'm late. I mean, you are about to close the show out. I don't even know oh, what's Vicky. going on. I no, just wanted to say hello to you all. What's up, Vic? We want to hear your story, Vicky, about your workplace relationship. That's what we want to hear before we want to know, did you get it in? Was it good, bad? What's up, Vic? My workplace? I never yeah. dated anyone at work. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nope. Right. I tried to get something started, but he was married. Oh, no. Oh. And he wasn't going yeah. huh? <laughs> And he wasn't going for her, Vicky, but you tried. No, nah, he wasn't going for it. He said he don't want me to play second fiddle. So I told him I, I appreciate him giving me that much respect. Okay. Right, right. but you was willing to play second fiddle. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh, yes. <laughs> Next show, women who are willing to play second fiddle. Oh, my goodness. With him, yes, yes, yes. What was it about? I would I would have played second, third, fourth. It didn't matter. Oh, no. What was it about him yeah, that, that made you want to be the side piece? Yes. Huh? What was it about him that made you want to be the side piece? He was. Oh, it was conversations we have. He, you know, he he paid attention to me. Uh, he catered to me while I was at work. Buy me lunch. Uh, we'll sit and have lunch together. Uh, that was basically it. Oh, he always gave me a compliment. He made sure he gave me a compliment every single day. Well, fellas, that's that's the game, fellas, right there. Give him compliments. Give him compliments. <laughs> and she was the second person. She was the second person on the line that was like, he bought me lunch. So buy him lunch, fellas. Buy him lunch. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> He was sexy. He was sexy as hell. Trust me. He still is. We still work together. Vicky look like me, huh? Damn. It's all good. Well, Vicky, post post a picture on my Facebook page. He's shorter than me. Oh, okay. Okay. Look, Vicky, I need you to post this page. I need you to post this picture on my Facebook page. You know, send it to... <laughs> no, I can't do it no. like that. Well, no, well, I'm just Vicky, saying. Thank you for calling in to tonight's show. Uh, it is 8.28 p.m. Central Standard Time, April the 13th. For those who are on the line who are in the Chicago area, I invite you to come out this Saturday and celebrate my birthday with me this Saturday. I'll be turning to Big Four Five, and Big Mike and I will be releasing our new album, Legends and Kings. Let's get it. 20th album release. Let's go ahead and um, go to the host, Benita Offset. Give us your final hey, thoughts on tonight's Thank show. Thank you so final much thought. for being, um, for, for, for allowing me to um, double task, you know, take care of my beauty so I can look nice when I come to Black Ice Poetry Set this weekend. <laughs> and then also, yeah, because, Mike, I want you to smile at me. I don't want to be looking ugly around you. Oh, baby, you got it. You got it. <laughs> and, but you know what? Like Joyce said, we did have a rather scandalous show today. And it's kind of <laughs> funny because she texted me and she said, Benita, how can it be so scandalous? And you don't even like watching Scandal. But, <laughs> but it's always fun with y'all. I truly enjoyed it. That's my piece. 
Okay, all right, cool. Let's go ahead and go to Big Mike. Big Mike, go ahead and give us your final thoughts, Big Mike. I was need to say, it was nice. I like the topic because I like to hear the little skeletons and the secrets. It brings so much fire to the show, man. And, uh, you know, and then we have the people to be serious. <laughs> they, 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 you know, they leave with a little too. They don't like the shade that's being thrown. But, yes, yeah, it was beautiful because, uh, like I said, appreciate it, bro. Peace. Okay, let's go ahead and go to the visionary. Go ahead, Vision. Hey, first I just want to say thank y'all for listening to uh, award-winning uh, Poet Radio. Thank you, uh, guys. We're going to come out automatically for Black Eyes 45th album release and birthday party this Saturday. Buy tickets. Share this post and buy tickets and call in for the brother and show up for his uh, album release. I think it's important for you to be there. It's going to be legend. Wait for it. Dairy. I just want to let y'all know. So, uh-huh. um, so what I, so what I want to say around this topic is that it's very important to keep having topics like this, right? Because you find that this is a topic not only to determine what you would and would not do, but also identifies your morals about uh, how do you find relationships and being in those relationships, right? And so when people say, well, I dated men who would marry on the job, that's a, that's a moral piece. Or when women say, hey, I, um, I had a long relationship, you know what I'm saying, in, at a job, that was a, that was a moral call. So what we have to remember is that no matter what relationship we get into, we have to keep our morals in check, right? So when I dated somebody on the job, that was a, you know, it was it was good in the beginning, but at the end, it made me feel so uncomfortable. It ended bad for me because it violated what my golden rule was, is never date on the job. And so I want you, whatever you do, never to go against your moral rule just because you think he's fine. And that's my piece. Okay. All right. Well, you know, at the end of the day, when you have two consenting adults, um, there's no one person that can be blamed for anything versus the other person. You have to be um, responsible enough or man or woman enough to take responsibility for whatever you get into. Uh, I know we like to place the blame, and I know we like to judge uh, people, but um, there's no one of us in a position where we can judge any man or any woman. Um, we want to do the right thing, and uh, we pray for the strength to do the right thing, but unfortunately, um, there are times when we just give in to the lust of the, of the flesh, which is the biggest enemy of ourselves. Um, what we see, what we can feel, what we can touch, what we can taste, um, taste? what we can smell, you know. Those things, you know, are, are tough to resist. The pull of those things are tough to resist. Um, some people have been in workplace relationships, and it turned out to be very good for them. And some people, unfortunately, it didn't turn out to be that way. And then some people stepped outside of an existing relationship to delve into something um, at work. So whatever the case was for you and whatever the situation was for you, there was something that you were supposed to learn from that situation. I hope that you learned it. I learned mine, and um, I have continued on and moved on with my life, and it's time for us to go to the next phase and go to the next level of our lives. So we thank you for tuning in again to another edition 
um, of the Bible Show Truth Hour, not the Bible, <laughs> the Relationship Talk Show Battle of the Sexes uh, here on POET Radio. You know, when you're doing multiple shows during the course of a week, uh, sometimes those lines get crossed, those mental lines get crossed. But, man, we thank y'all so much, man. Y'all have made this show the number one rated talk show on Facebook Live and TalkShoe.com. Thank you so much for that. Peace and blessings, y'all, Into next week. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.